Lord, thank you um, for just the things that you uh, want to speak. And we just invite you to speak, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning, um, I sensed the Lord wanting to speak some things. And it's not just a message in general. Um, It's very much to you as a person. Um, As I sense the Lord laying things on my heart, there are so many of you that He's putting in front of me and He's um, speaking specifics about. I want you to hear that because this is important. And what I'm, the things I'm about to say are real and they're to you. They're not just in general, oh, that feels good or that sounds good. Um, this is to many of you. One of the things that the Lord is laying on my heart, um, you know, Roscoe prayed about the things that God had blessed him with. God has blessed many of us here in powerful ways, Okay. He's given some of us uh, finances. He's given some of us uh, gifts to communicate. He's given some of us gifts um, to encourage others. He's given some of us gifts of faith. He's given some of us gifts um, in extravagant worship. Um, There are just a number of gifts that he's given us. Now, He's given us those gifts because, number one, He loves us. Okay, He loves you. You are His child. He loves to see His image and His glory come through you. He loves that. And He loves to see that image and that glory come through you and then go out and encourage others that he loves. And with that in mind, he wants to give more. He wants to give more. And we as a people, many of us as individuals and as a church, we are poised to receive more. I mean, God is doing a lot right now and he's wanting to do more. Um, With that in mind, because we've been talking about spiritual gifts and so on, there's something that I really sense the Lord wanting to say this morning that's very important. Uh, The enemy wants to draw our heart away, and he wants to try and use those gifts that God gives uh, in ways that will not bless us or bless others. But he, want, he does it by making it appear that it will bless us. And it's so crucial that we hear this because, um, again, he's wanting to give more. But if we don't know how to receive the more, um, what's going to happen is, is that we will actually use it in ways that does not bless others and actually does not bless ourselves, but We think that it does. Okay? And so here's where I'm going with this. Um, As God gives gifts to us, one of the things that each of us desires, and, and this is not bad, okay? We were created 
to be recipients of God's love and God's attention. Okay? We're created that way. For those of you who are uh, parents or uh, a teacher or an aunt or an uncle or, uh, you know, just uh, an adult to kids in any kind of way, you understand that um, we are created to desire attention. Okay? And that's not bad. Because God loves, like a good parent, like a good teacher, like a good aunt and uncle, whatever, God gets joy out of giving us attention. It, it, it blesses us. It blesses Him to bless us. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I love uh, to give my kids attention. I love to give, you know, kids that I'm teaching or, or, or whatever. I, I love that, Okay. But sometimes what happens is that because we're created for that and we desire for that, the enemy tempts us to try and get it in ways that are actually not good and not healthy. I mean, as a parent or a teacher or whatever, you've run into this. Have you ever had uh, a child who's trying to get attention in not a good way? All of us. And as adults, we do the same thing. This is what I want you to hear. Okay? This is the enemy that tempts our hearts to try and get attention in wrong ways. And we all want this. Okay? And what I'm wanting you to hear is that this is not a bad thing. This is what you were created for. God created you for relationship with Him, and that means that you long for, you desire, and you love to feel His attention. But the thing is, is that if you're not feeling it, if you're not feeling God's attention, and you're not feeling His eyes upon you, what's going to happen is, you're going to start to scramble for any kind of attention that you can get. Do you hear this? You're you're going to scramble for it. But especially as adults, and we were talking about this early this morning, nobody likes the, the kid or the person who's constantly scrambling from attention for you. <laughs> you know, there's a point where you're just like, ah, just let me be for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And we can become those people. But here's the thing, as adults, we understand that. And so we look for really tricky ways to try and get attention, but not, but make it look like we don't really want attention. You know what I'm saying? And we all desire this. Now, not all of us desire to be up in front of people. Okay. For some of you, that freaks you out. That doesn't mean that you don't desire to feel loved by people. I mean, when you came into church this morning, Do you not want people to just look at you with a joy like, hey, you're here. I'm I'm glad to see you. I mean, all of us want that. I mean, you don't want people to see you and go, you know, turn around like start whispering or something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nobody wants that. You go to a restaurant, you know, you don't want somebody to sit you by a door where it's cold and there's a lot of traffic. You want somebody to look at you and go, oh, it's you. And go take you like to the best table in the place. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we desire this. And what I want you to hear is, this is not bad. 
It comes from a good place because you're created for relationship. But the thing is, you are created for relationship with the person who created, sustains, and is Lord over everything. That's what you're created for. And so because of that, when you're not, when you're not experiencing that, what's going to happen is you're going to look for just whatever. And you need to hear this because of this. God is blessing you. God is giving you gifts. God wants to give you more. And if you don't understand that the enemy is really going to try to tempt you with this, to, to get it in a way that, 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 that is not healthy and is not good, what's going to happen is you're going to be found um, misusing gifts that actually harm you and others around you. I want you to hear that. I want you to hear that all of us, I mean all of us, this is something that the enemy is tempting us with constantly. I want you to hear that, okay? It's not just a certain few, all of us. But we all have our unique ways of trying to feel important, okay? Some of us, you know, we're the class clown. But just because you're not the class clown and you're the one being quiet doesn't mean you don't have the same feeling. You do. You just have other ways of trying to meet it. So I want you to understand that first of all. But the second thing I want you to understand is it can be met. And it's not bad. It's just meant to be met by the creator of the universe. And we're going to talk about how that happens so that we can receive that and we can be focused on that and we can recognize when the enemy comes in and he's trying to say, hey, use this gift to try and get some applause Try to get some likes on Facebook, you know, whatever it is. So that we can say, no, I want the better. I want the recognition of the Lord. I want to go to a scripture this morning that really confronts this. It's in 1 Corinthians, uh, but it's in the 8th chapter. And, you know, not long ago... We were in 1 Corinthians because we were talking about gifts and so on, and we were specifically in chapter 12, which talks about, um, well, we were in chapter 14, I'm sorry. This specifically talks about you know, the gifts of tongues, the gifts of prophecy. But right before that, he has this whole chapter on love because he's speaking to the people because this whole church was wrapped up in using the gifts that God had given, just trying to get applause from people and and maybe it's not literal applause but that's what they're going for they they want to feel important and again we all have our ways of doing this some of us are subtle some of us are not so subtle but we all have our ways of doing this and so paul was addressing that in chapter 13 he's talking about this love but he actually has a really good way of dressing this in chapter 8 now chapter 8 is actually all about um, knowledge, and it's all about us understanding certain things, but it's all about us not using knowledge to try and get attention from others. Okay, And again, as I say this, this is so important. There are people that you could go, oh yeah, boy, that reminds me of me, and start looking around. No, listen, this reminds you of you. This reminds me of me, okay? Because we all need this. We were created. If you're rejecting that idea, you're set up for failure, okay? This is how you were created. You were created for the attention of your father. That's not bad. My kids are created for my attention. I love to give them attention. I love it. But I love it more 
when I give them attention because, you know, they're being kind to their mom and saying nice things rather than saying, you know, degrading things to one of their siblings because in the moment they think it's going to make them feel better. But it actually doesn't. It actually makes them feel worse. You see what I'm saying? But we as adults go there too. All right. 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Um, I want to read out of verse 1, but I want to skip to like the third sentence, okay? Because at the beginning here, he's talking about food and idols and so on. And although obviously that's the context, I want you to grasp what he says something here. Because what he says here, just I mean, it just covers so much. He says, but, but while knowledge makes us feel important. Knowledge makes us feel important. It is love that strengthens the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. But the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. This is so powerful. It's so short, but so powerful. The one, the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. Okay, so what that is saying is, is that when I'm allowing God to be in control, what I'm doing is I'm worshiping Him. Through my actions, through the things I say, whatever it is, wherever I'm at, wherever I'm here, whatever. When I'm allowing God to be in control, my life becomes an act of worship. And when my life is an act of worship, what I'm doing is expressing love to Him. And when I express love to Him, the Scripture here says He recognizes me. Now, obviously, He always recognizes you. I always recognize my kids, okay? But again, when they do something that is loving, inside of my heart, I'm just like, rah. I mean, I just want to hug them and just, I just, you know what I'm saying? I mean, my recognition goes to this, it just comes out of me. Now, when they're doing something that is all about themselves and they're hurting one of their siblings or their mom or, or whoever, do I not love them anymore? No, I still love them, okay? But, is there this overwhelming like, ah, when they're doing something that is actually loving? You see what I'm saying? It, it's different. And so with God, God always loves us. Okay? Even when I'm doing something wrong, He still loves me. But when I am allowing myself to be controlled by Him and my life is an act of worship and I'm just doing what He says... There is something that we experience that is so powerful that nothing else can compare to it. And that's what I want you to hear today. It's powerful. Some of you have experienced this. I mean, when you're doing what, what God wants you to do, and you're only focused on Him, and you feel, I mean, you just feel Him looking at you with joy, there's nothing that compares to it. I, and, I, I mean, some of you have experienced this. Maybe some of you haven't. I don't know. But I'm telling you, it's so powerful. 
I mean, it doesn't just happen when we worship, but there are times when, when we're singing in worship, okay, that I just feel it. And I forget that you're even here, okay? I mean, sometimes I've noticed recently that I start migrating toward the front. I promise you, I'm not doing that on purpose. I just, I'm closing my eyes and I'm forgetting about people. And the next thing I know, I'll open them and like I'll be pointed a way that I'm not even know I'm pointed and stuff. It, it just, but it's because I'm just in that moment, I am just sensing God's joy and his love. And there is nothing like it. Nothing. And it doesn't just happen when you sing. It happens whenever you do what God wants you to be doing at the time. Whatever it is. Okay? I mean, I believe that God has called me to, to speak and preach. Okay? And so many times in those moments, I, I just, you know, as the runner once said, you know, I feel, I can't remember how it was put, I feel His joy or His fire or whatever it was. Because I'm doing what He wants me to do in that moment. Okay, but here's what you got to hear. The thing is, is that the enemy wants to tempt you to use um, the giftings that God has given you to, to feel important. Okay, what it just said there is said that, but while knowledge makes us feel important. Okay, and it's not just knowledge. He was talking about knowledge here because that was the context. But there are so many things that make us feel important. And the deal is, is what we can do is, we can start to use those blessings that God gives us to try and feel important. And what I want you to hear is, you will never feel better or more important than when you have the eyes of God upon you. But if you don't understand that, you're going to get tempted, and what you're going to try to do is, you're going to try to feel important to other people. And again, the crazy thing is, is that we never get filled by it. But in the moment, um, it might kind of feel good, okay? We might kind of think that we're getting some attention, but it just it doesn't meet the need, and at the end of it, we actually feel worse and the others feel worse because we weren't being used of God to bless others. What we were actually doing was we were using a gift that God gave us to try and impress other people. And it's just, it's just not the same. Okay, let, let me get some practical situations. Um, so uh, many of you know that Nikki and I and the family were blessed to be up in uh, Springfield uh, this weekend, and it was really cool because we got to see uh, the kids from our school and all these schools around Illinois, and we were in the Capitol building. And um, I was actually in the uh, Senate, okay, and where, you know, all these kids, they were given the actual seats that, you know, the senators sit in. And so they're discussing these bills and so on. It's just, it's a really cool experience. But part of what you observe happen is the same thing that happens with the actual senators, okay? And that is this. They're all fighting to want to talk, okay? And some of them are like, you know, it's like being at school. Some of them are raising their hand and they're like, ooh, me, 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 me. And I mean, they're just, they're going crazy. And the way they're going crazy, you're thinking that when they get to the microphone, they're going to have this amazing thing to say and you're going to be like, oh, why didn't I think of that? 
But I would see this happen over and over, and some of them, like, their hand never went down. They, like, always had something to say, and then they'd get to the mic and say something like, uh, you know, I just want to say I really like this. Okay, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. And, and, and then another one would do something like that, and then, and then you'd have the one who, like, always had something negative to say. Uh, it's like they got joy out of saying something negative about anything that somebody... You, you see what I'm saying? And as I was looking at that, I'm just like, this is all of us right here. This is not just the actual senators. This is us. What we do is we get some knowledge, okay? And they do have some knowledge. They do. And, and many of these kids are you know, the cream of the crop when it comes to knowledge in our schools and so on. But what's happened is this. Their hearts are not ready and prepared to handle it. And so they're using it to try and get attention. And the deal is, it won't satisfy. It won't satisfy. It will only harm their hearts. I was, um, uh, last weekend, and you, you, many of you know uh, about this, but I was in St. Louis, okay? And I was watching an older person who had been around a while, longer than me. And um, they were performing, they were performing, and they were performing in, a, in front of a crowd of like 75,000 people, okay? And what was so interesting is that you could just tell that they were like getting this high off of it. Because you've got 75,000 people, you know, singing words to a song that you wrote, clapping about you. I mean, you, you just, you could, they were just heating it up, you know what I'm saying? But it was so interesting to watch because something that this person understood, though, is this. They understood that if they appeared to want it or like it too much, you would actually reject them. So a lot of times they would say things to try and make them appear humble so that you would keep giving it. You know what I'm saying? And I was amazed by that because I'm the same way. I'm the same way. And we all are because of this. It's actually not a bad need that we're trying to meet. It's something that we were created for, and we have ways to try and, and meet that through other people. But here's the thing. I love you, but you can't meet that need in me. You can't. And I can't meet that need in you. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to forget about it. I want you to stop trying to get attention from others around you and stop trying to feel important. Because the only person that can... Because hear this, you are important. I mean, you are so important, you have the attention of the Creator of the universe. Literally. I mean, Scripture says it over and over. He knows you so well, He knows the hairs on your head. Now, for some of you, that's not hard, okay? Let's be honest. I wasn't looking at you, Dennis. But for some of you, that's harder, okay? But, but look, seriously, I mean, He knows it all. And that's the way He's looking at you. He knows everything that's going on with you, and you have His attention, now the thing is, is that we experience more of that joy of the Lord when we are obedient to Him and when we do the things He calls us to ask. And so what we want to do is, as He gives us these gifts, we want to use them 
the way that He wants us to. And so, in the Corinthian church, you know, they were being given all these gifts just as we are. And so, when God gives you knowledge, don't use that knowledge as a way of bringing attention. And we all, there's ways that we can do that, okay? If, if God gives me a piece of knowledge for someone, okay, I can go up to that person and, and I can speak to them individually, or I can start shouting it real loud in a way to let people know what I'm doing. You see what I'm saying? There's always ways to do this. Now, that doesn't mean that sometimes God doesn't want things done in front of others. Sometimes He does. Okay? But it's, we, we only want to do it when He says do it. I mean, sometimes God would do things in front of others. Um, you know, the Father, for instance, He spoke to Jesus in front of crowds sometimes. And the Scripture says, you know, Jesus responds and He's like, Father, you've done this, not for me, because, you know, He hears from Him all the time, but it was for the others. So sometimes God will call us to do things in front of others, but here's my thing. Many times we can discern, am I trying to just impress others, get attention, or is God calling me to do this? Okay, let me give you another example. When we pray, okay, and we pray as a group. Now, all of us could go into our closets and pray alone, and I hope you do that. But we also have times where we pray together. Why? Because God wants that. Because we encourage one another when we pray together. It motivates one another. Okay? But I can also use that prayer time as a way of bringing extra attention on me. You know? Using some really big words that will impress you and make you think I'm smart. Um, just keep praying longer and longer, you know? Or, you know, if there's a time when I pray and you get, you guys say some amens, Man, I might keep going back to that well. You know what I'm saying? Or, or you know, maybe um, you know, God might have you share something in a prayer, for instance, that, that's happened in your life. Okay, But you need to discern that. Because maybe you're telling a story inside of your prayer because you just want everybody to know what you did this weekend. That's not what prayer time is for. You see what I'm saying? And again, hear my heart. All of us are susceptible to this, but we've all got different ways of doing it. And we get really crafty of making it seem like we don't like the attention, but we like the attention. And we don't want to get drawn into that. Because again, here's the deal. God wants to give us gifts. He wants to give us gifts so that we can give to others. Um, And when it comes to you know, the prophetic, and when it comes to knowledge, and when it comes to um, worship and so on, and teaching, I mean, God has gifted us and He's wanting, He's wanting to give more. I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, one, one of the things that our youth has to struggle with right now that... that you see over and over, is that while they're in school, especially if they're athletic, okay, we put them in scenarios where, where they get this. That in the moment can feel kind of good, but it won't fill you the way the attention of the Lord will. You see what I'm saying? But the problem is, is that 
Uh, just like, you know, I mean, we, we have a really hard time discerning this, especially a young person has a young hard time discerning this. And so many times what you find both in them and in us is that rather than doing something the Lord has called us to, we, we want to go on the field or we want to go on the court because we might get some of that. But hear my heart. I've experienced both. In the moment, that kind of feels good, but it doesn't fill. You know that singer I was talking, talking about? That singer's been receiving this for years. It's not enough. They want more. Why do they want more? Because they were created for the attention of the Creator of the universe. And they're trying to meet it through other ways. And it doesn't work. So I want you to think about that. And I want you to think about ways that God wants to bless you, okay? Um, and, and to bless others in ways that the enemy is trying to tempt you. Okay? I, it, it, there, there are so, so many of you um, that, that it just... There are ways that He wants to do this. And God is wanting to give you some more gifting. I'm talking really slow right now because I sense the Lord laying some things on me and I'm just, I'm just discerned. I don't want to say them out loud if I'm not supposed to. Okay, so that's why I'm talking slowly right now. Um, but I, I just, I want to... Some of you have some powerful giftings. He wants to give you more. Okay? Crystal, God has given you an ability to see things in the heart of people that can't be seen. You have prayed over me at times and you have spoken thoughts of my heart that I have not spoken out loud. And God wants to give you more. Use it for His attention. Trevor. In a short time, God has shown you wisdom. And He speaks wisdom through you in a very short time because you have been humble. And you've been willing to state your faults and you've been open with it. And he's not done. He wants to give you more. Stay humble. Stephanie, you already know this. So I'm only going to affirm what you already know. But when God first called you to lead worship, he did it because of your humble heart. You said, I can't even play an instrument. Why do you have me doing this? It's because of your humble heart. And now, God's blessed you with that instrument. He'd already blessed you with an amazing voice. But what He really saw in you was that humble heart. And He's wanting to give you more. And you are seeing that and you're fighting for it. You're wanting to be more free to the Spirit. Uh, it's coming out of your words and so on, and, and He wants to give you. And you know the deal. The deal is you want to be perfect. 
and you know you got to give it up. And so do it. <laughs> Stay on that path. Give it up. Let the Lord flow through you. There are many more of you here that God is showing me things and just because He shows it to me or doesn't show it to me doesn't mean it's there. It's there, okay? Those are a few that I really felt like that God just wanted me to, to speak out. And there, hear this. I mean, I'm serious. God wants to pour some really powerful gifts on you as individuals, okay? And, and I sense, you know, this is very much for myself. I sense the Lord wanting to use me, but, but here's the deal. When I look at ministries, man, it is really hard to think of people or ministries that haven't started to use the glory to try to get attention for themselves. It's hard. I mean, I'm, I mean, like the only one that I can think of in my lifetime that, I mean, I didn't know personally, but just from a distance appeared what was Billy Graham. He, he appeared that it never totally got his heart, but yet it did a little because he confessed how he would go to things and not be with his family. And why are you doing that? Well, probably because you've got the crowd doing this. But I never saw it master him. And right now, you know, I have a, somebody that I've shared with you before, that pastor in California. He's 20 years older than me. He speaks into my heart. And he is the one guy that I know personally that is not years down the road that I haven't seen this grasping for, I need to be important. <laughs> Make me important. Over and over, I've seen him turn away from it. And when you look at Jesus, although Jesus spoke to the crowds, you never saw Him doing things for the crowd. It was because He understood the attention that He needed came from the Father. And so He was able to say to the crowd, if you don't eat My body and drink My blood, you've got no part of Me. <laughs> if you don't pick up your cross and follow Me, you've got no part of Me. If you don't hate your mother and father, which means if you don't love me more than them, you have no part of me. He was able to say those things because he didn't need the attention of the crowd. He only needed the attention of the Father. And what I'm saying to you is, you have the attention of the Father. You have it. And you can experience it in greater and greater ways. And God's getting ready to give you more giftings so don't do things or use those giftings for the applause or the attention of the crowd. It won't fill you anyway. Just do it for the Lord. And He's going to use you powerfully. Hear this. This is not a general message. This is to you in your heart. Thank you, Lord, uh, just for the things that you speak to us. Thank you, Lord, that um, you take the wrestlings of our heart and you speak into them. And thank you, Lord, that when we use things that you give us uh, in ways they're not intended for, you don't turn your head in shame. No, instead, you want to show us the better way. And that's what you're doing right now. You're saying, I want to show you the better way. And so thank you for that gifting, Lord, because we want to feel the joy, your recognition, Lord. And as we... Um, are used by You in the giftings that You give us. We're going to feel that and we're going to get to see others experience that. So help us and protect us, Lord, 
so that the enemy doesn't keep us from experiencing that. Lord, he experienced your recognition and he sold it all because he thought it would be better if he was the one in charge. And now he's trying to tempt us into that same thing and we just say no. Because we want your attention, Lord. Thank you for the gift of it. Thank you for the way you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would stand, please.